Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium on this Saturday, the 20th of August. My name is Jim Barron. I'll be your host as we talk about all things sports, especially here in the area with the Bucks, which of course we're going to be getting to. Second game tonight against Tennessee. The Rays having a great week, hanging strong in the playoff picture. Talking some golf with the BMW Championship, maybe some Little League Baseball, and anything else you want to. JimmyBSports.com can let you send an email to the show. The number is 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to kick it off on Power 90.1. Formaggio's Pizzeria, your favorite neighborhood pizzeria, serving up the best hand-tossed New York-style pizza and absolutely unbeaten Philly cheesesteak outside of New York or Philly. Let Formaggio's take care of dinner tonight with convenient online ordering at formaggio's.com or call their friendly staff at 813-689-1744. That's 813 813- 689-1744. Formaggio's is family owned and operated. Located at 4356 Lithia Pinecrest Road. Tell them Power 90.1 sent you and get 10% off your carryout order. Check out the full menu at formaggios.com. F-O-R-M-A-G-G-I-O-S.com. Formaggio's Pizzeria. It's what's cooking for dinner. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Last week, Will Zalatoris won his first tournament as a pro. It's really fun to watch. Uh, he's a great competitor, good sportsman, and I was happy for him to win last week in the first leg of the uh, FedEx Ryder Cup there in Memphis. This week, uh, the gang is out there in Delaware playing in the second leg of it. They call it the BMW Championship. They took 174 players from last week, narrowed it down to 70 or 72 today, uh, this week. And after uh, two rounds, there is no cut. So everyone that uh, is playing this week is going to be getting paid. Uh, after the second round, you have Adam Scott and Jordan Spieth. Uh, they're, they're both at minus eight. I believe uh, Spieth had a good, strong finish there. Shot, I think, five under yesterday. So he and Adam Scott are at eight under. You have Scotty Scheffler. Cameron Young, Corey Connors at seven under. Cam Davis was right there at six under with um, McElroy and Stallings and Cantlay. So obviously you're going to have all the big names when you play in a tournament like this. And after this week's tournament, then the top 30 will go to the final players championship. And um, nice purse for the winner of that one. But uh, golf, as you know, lots of goings on. Tiger Woods was at a meeting with the PGA players this week trying to drum up a plan for how to combat what's going on with the LIV tour and you know Patrick Reed with a... Um, uh, lawsuit against the PGA. Uh, obviously, that's never a good thing. So it just keeps on getting, the plot keeps on thickening with the PGA and the LIV with what's going on. Uh, like I said many times on this show and outside of the show, the best thing that both of these entities can do is to be able to get together, sit down, draw out a schedule where players can play on the LIV tour, they can play on the PGA 
PGA Tour. They can play on any other tour that is out there so that they can set their schedule, fulfill the requirements that they have to, and still be able to go out there and give the fans what they want, which is a chance to see them play. Uh, That's really all the fans want to do. They want to go out there and and follow the people that they like and and cheer them on. I mean, if if you like the PGA, if you don't like the shotgun start that the LIV has, then you go out there and you stand on the second tee, you find a hole that you like to uh, watch the players tee off on and watch the groups go by. If you want to go out there and, and see everyone going off to a shotgun start and some big purses and hear some music playing, there's going to be a lot more LIV events next year. I'm sure there'll be one in an area that you'll be able to get to, to go out there and watch it. Again, both of these parties, both the LIV and the PGA, are going to come to the rationalization that it's better to be able to work together than to be arguing and pulling each other down and, in essence, making it worse for the fans. The fans don't want to hear all the nonsense. The fans just want to go out there and be able to see their their favorite players playing and if it's going to be on tv then the liv needs to get a a media deal with some station to be able to carry the events because most people don't want to watch it on their computer or on youtube whatever it might be like the pga no they have uh, they have uh TV deals to be able to uh, watch the tournament, especially on the weekends. That's what the LIV is going to have to do for the three days that they play. Again, any questions that you have or feedback, 877-448-7901. Justin Thomas was four under along with Sam Burns. Uh, Shane Lowry was at five under. Varner at five under. Hideke uh, Matsuyama at five under. Rory McIlroy. Uh, five under he's been very outspoken about uh, the LIV and uh, pro PGA and there you have a European golfer that's very outspoken uh, about the the history of the game and what's going on with uh, the the PGA and the sanctions and the lawsuits and you know I'm not really a big Rory fan but I think he does have it right I think that there comes a point when money doesn't become an issue and playing for a trophy. Do you think that all the money in the world was worth the feeling that Zalatoris had on 18 when he won that tournament last week? You know, it was just a, a regular tournament, and yeah, he made, I forget what he made, probably a little bit over $2 million on that, but the feeling that he finally won after all the trials and tribulations that not just him, but all the golfers go through trying to win their first tournament and then build on it from there. So that feeling is something that I don't think money can buy. These guys, they're not looking for their next meal. I think that it's not like the old days when you had, you know, Nicholas and Palmer and Chi-Chi playing and, you know, so many stories of Trevino playing a match for 300 bucks when you have 200 bucks in your pocket. That's pressure, not some of the purses that are being thrown out there these days on on all the tours and in all the sports, actually, not just golf. But uh, I think that it should be a a fun weekend here to see who's going to come out on top. Like I said, Scott and Spieth were um, the the leaders there in the clubhouse. I think that Scheffler is going to have a strong 
strong weekend here and I would keep my eye I would keep my eye on Rory actually something tells me that he's going to come out and have a good showing the next couple of days here so would love to hear your comments jimmybsports.com I will get your uh, email read on the show if it's good would love to uh, hear your comments on what you think what's your take on how golf has handled the competition with the LIV right now and what do you think they need to do going forward to make it better again they want to forward the, the golf of the, the, the sport of golf they want to make it better for all they say that um, in their mission statement that they want to be able to make it a great experience for all ages and to build on that well uh, show me show me how you're going to do that we'll be right back to talk some rays and talk some bucks of course power 90.1 The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back. Did you get a chance to catch any other Rays games this week? We're hanging in there. Let me tell you about this team. We won five out of the last six. It actually should have been six out of six. That game against the Yankees, the last one, we had that one won and Donaldson hit that slam in the 10th, which really um, should not have ever happened. However, five out of six, we'll take that anytime. We're hanging tough. This team, despite all the injuries that we have had throughout the season, we're still in the wild card hunt, and now we're getting players back. We had Ramirez come back this past week. We have Franco starting his rehab along with... um, uh, more goal up there. So we're going to have a team here in about a week, maybe two weeks, that we're going to be looking as to who we have to sit. There are some players right now playing well. I, I really like Walls at shortstop, except for the fact that he can't hit himself out of a paper bag. Uh, great glove, and, and, and I like him out there from a defensive standpoint. Yandy Diaz. How about Diaz driving in three runs on Thursday? night uh, he is somebody he did he did pull a little bit of a muscle I think in his, in his leg but he's going to be okay he's ready to play if he has to um, he's just been on fire lately and whether you put him at first put him at third I like him in the DH actually I, I like having um, Choi at first I think when Franco comes back Walls will go to third Franco at uh, short obviously Brandon Lowe at second. And then the outfield series doing a great job defensively out there. And he's a little bit of a spark plug. I mean, his speed, he uh, beats out some uh, infield hits there. And I think his hustle is contagious. You have a Rosarina who is capable of carrying this team 
for any given amount of time, and he's actually starting to come around. His bat is waking up, and maybe it's when they start playing the teams like the Yankees that he really gets engaged, and he's really out there, and it's looking as though he's um, more in tune with the game. Sometimes he uh, wanders a little bit, but you have him, Peralta, out in left field doing a great job. Louis Patino came in, came up from... Durham to pitch to start the game Thursday night against Kansas City, which, like I mentioned, we won 7-1. Here's a guy that I think probably pitched his best game for us, uh, five and two-thirds innings. I think it's his best outing since since he's been here. Like I said, he just came up from, from Durham. When we got done with the Yankees on guess it was Wednesday night. We had, it was a 4-2 lead. Then there was a rain delay. The Yankees caught up to make it 4-4. We scored three runs uh, in the top of the 10th to go up 8-4. to four. You know, and <laughs> you think that they had the game won at that point, but nope, all of a sudden, a couple hits here. And before you know it, Donaldson's at the plate. Grand Slam lose the game eight to seven. So those things happen. Uh, like I said, five out of six games. We'll take five wins out of six games anytime. We have two more games against the Royals today and tomorrow. Uh, hopefully, if you can get out there to the game, please do. I'm going to try to catch a game over the weekend here. I think that you know when the Rays get back, they, they play the game up there in New York. Extra inning game. They don't catch the flight and get back here to Tampa till 5, 5.30 in the morning. Have a game at 7 o'clock at night. Obviously, Cash called out uh, batting practice for the day. They get there to the, they get there to the stadium, to the TROP, feeling good about themselves. I mean, obviously tired, but like I said, taking five out of six games. Get there to the TROP. You think there'd be fans going to the game? 8,000 fans on Thursday night. Uh, which is you know, pr- probably, uh, I can't imagine 8,000 fans going to a Major League Baseball game. What do you think the Rays players are thinking after being up there in New York, having sold out, sold out the Yankee Stadium for the three games? That's why the players play the way they do when they're on the road against these better teams sometimes because they love the fan interaction. I just wish that we had that here. You know, and you talk about the Rays, you talk about the sports down here, the winning attitude with the lightning and and whatnot. Then you go, everything that's going on right now, the Rays are in the middle of the playoff race. It's the middle to the end, if you want. I mean, you might as well say the end of August, it's the 20th. So what comes up first? Every sports station around here, would I tune in to hear what's going on? You know what the first thing out of their mouths is? The Bucks. Spring, uh, training camp. Training camp. Game one, game two, training camp. Even before the Brady issue, which we're going to get to, obviously. But it's more Bucks training camp. Who's going to back up the third the third string offensive left guard is more important than talking about the Rays. Yeah, people, this is a football area down here. I get it. But you know what? The Rays have a good fan base also. 
everyone's talking about, oh, we want to keep the Rays here, build the stadium, whether it be in St. Pete, whether it be in Hillsborough County someplace. But all of a sudden, football comes here, they forget about the Rays. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And, and the Rays played last night, and they're, they're in the playoff race. And so you can't have it both ways, guys. Uh, again, it's training camp right now. You're talking about preseason football. Um, so anyway, we're going to get, like I said, to the Bucks here in a second. But when you talk about the Rays right now, they're all set up. You, they couldn't be in a better position for a good closing run the next month and a half here. I mentioned before, we're getting Franco back. We're getting Margot back. We have Ramirez back right now. If we can stay away from the injury bug, I think that we're setting up uh, perfectly for the end of the season. If you look right now at the um, um, at the schedule, I think we do have a tough schedule in the last month and a half here. But the way that everyone's starting to come on, I'm not worried about the schedule that they have. I'm more concerned about keeping the bats hitting. We got to keep on producing runs somehow. Our pitching staff, you know, as much as I, you know, gripe about what Cash does, you know, whether he has seven or eight pitchers going at one time in a game or whatever he decides to do, it's going to come down. The pitching is going to be there. It's our success or lack of success is going to come down to us being able to put runs on the board. We were lucky to get away with some of those Yankees games with them scoring. I think we shut them out one time. They scored one run the next game. You're not going to do that in a seven-game series against a team like them or a team like the Astros or if we advance a team like the Dodgers. That's just not going to happen. So our success is going to lie with our success at the plate. I'll tell you who I really um, enjoyed seeing up there the other day was Roman Quinn. He actually bunted to get on base. I haven't seen that with someone in a raised uniform in, in years. With his speed batting for the right side, he should be doing that. As, and some other players should be doing that as well. Um, I, I do think that... Um, he is playing really good right now. Uh, I mentioned Walls, if he could hit. I mean, he's a guy that, uh, he's like a vacuum out there, but I think he's hitting 170 or something like that. He can't even get to the Mendoza line. Uh, Paredes, he's, he's hot and cold. He needs to pick up the pace as well. Uh, Lau, for the, for the life of me, I can't figure out. He looks great for two games. Then he looks like he's never seen a ball uh, for the next three games. So... Uh, Pinto, you know, Yu Chang, those are all guys that are, are good role players as well. Siri is a great addition in center field, in my opinion. We talked about Quinn uh, in center field as a pinch runner. Cash did a, a good job, a great call putting um, Quinn in as a pinch runner in one of the games this week. I forget what it was. It was against the Yankees, which actually uh, gave us the lead in one of the games. So that was a, a good call by Cash. Uh, need to see more of that. Need to see the players finding ways to you know hit and run. Maybe steal a base. We have some speed. You talk about a Rosarina. You talk about um, Mejia can even run. You have Siri who's got unbelievable speed on the bases. Quinn, let these guys you know put the hit and 
run on. Let, let him steal a base. Obviously, if it's in a crucial part of the game, you don't want to take chances. But during the regular innings of the game, let's do it. Let, let's let's get creative and score some runs. So, love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com gets you on their website to send me an email. We'll get it read on the show. We'll be right back to talk about, yes, the Bucks and what's going on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Are you in bad pain? You know what I mean. Your knees hurt. Your shoulder hurts. Your elbow and back are constantly killing you. And I'm sure you've tried every pain pill or cream available at the drugstore. Am I right? Well, here's something you haven't tried. Pain Magic. Pain Magic is not available at any drugstore. The only place you can get it is by calling the special toll-free number I'm about to give you. And to make things even better, call right now and find out about our buy one, get one free offer. We're so confident it'll work for you that we offer a free bottle with your purchase. No prescription required. Call now to learn how you can get pain magic and get rid of your pain. Remember, your results may vary. 800-223-7902. 800-223-7902. That's 800-223-7902. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Sports fans, welcome back to... Preseason week number two. A lot going on in the football world. Of course, we're going to be talking now about the Bucks. We're up there in Tennessee. We've been in Music City this past week. Had a couple scrimmages against the Titans. Uh, for the most part, the teams look pretty good. Got a little bit of bad news with uh, Tristan Worf's uh, oblique strain. On Wednesday at practice, so that's really not good. We already have Ryan Jensen, the starting center, not being able to practice with the Bucs or be around for uh, a good part of the season. Not sure exactly how long he's going to be out, but he will be out, especially for the first couple games. Uh, Worfs, it all depends with an oblique injury, exactly where it is to the extent of time that he'll miss. Sometimes they're uh, minor, other times they do linger. So it's going to be interesting to see that offensive line. Luke Gaudicke, if you remember, he was the um, second pick, I think, for the uh, Bucks this year in the draft out of Central Michigan. He's the offensive tackle that's going to be, I think, out there now, giving him a shot at left guard. It's going to be interesting. Uh, other other potential uh, roster. Don't forget, there's a roster cut after uh, third game next week. So there's only three preseason games this year. You look at the wide receiver group that we have. It's pretty interesting. Uh, aside from, and they won't even be playing tonight. You're not going to have Godwin out there. You're not going to have Evans with his hamstring uh, tweak that he has. I doubt whether you're going to see Julio Jones, but you talk about Scotty Miller, Tyler Johnson, Jalen Darden. Going into the preseason here, I thought that Scotty Miller was a, a definite 
keeper on the team, but I'll tell you, after seeing some of the production out of uh, the likes of Johnson and Darden, I'm not so sure anymore. Uh, you know, Miller, really good at practice sometimes, but I do remember him not showing up for uh, a couple games last year when we really needed him. So it's going to be interesting to see which direction the Bucks go with their abundance of talent at the wide receiver slot. In the backfield, we talked about Fournette. He got into a shuffle, a scuffle this week, I should say, uh, with Tennessee up there. Not quite sure what he was thinking when you're a, a starter on, on a team and you have a scrimmage or a practice with an opposing team. I don't care what's said on the field. You go out there and start throwing hands with the other team. You're messing with your whole season. You break a bone. You, you get hit the wrong way. All of a sudden you're done so um giovanni stay out of the ring there just go and practice and, and go to the showers afterwards relax a little bit it's preseason, or as iverson would say it's practice we're talking about practice so for net you got giovanni bernard I'll, I'll tell you we have another running back rashad white uh, out of arizona state that's a rookie if you are in a fantasy football league and you're able to get this guy I'm telling you, by the end of the season, he's going to be probably the second running back on the depth chart. He had a great game last week. If you remember, a couple nice catches as as well out of the backfield. This guy can do it all, and I think that uh, when Brady gets acclimated to having him in a game, he's going to become one of uh, Brady's favorite targets there. So I think that he's someone to watch. Like I said, if you have a chance to pick him up in your draft, if you're playing fantasy football, be all over him. Uh, pass rushing, we have Shaq Barrett having a good uh, pre, uh, preseason here. Uh, Troy Yonka is doing well out there. I think that we're going to be all set on the defensive side of the ball. And then the offense, it's going to come down to the injuries. I'm telling you, the offensive line is going to be an issue. If you don't have the right people up front there in, in the trenches, then it makes your life that much more difficult for the quarterback. Speaking of quarterbacks, Tom Brady. Everywhere you go in in the Tampa area, the question is, where's Tom? What's going on? What's he doing? Is he coming back? You hear that he's doing a uh, uh, recording for the Masked Singer. You hear that he's going to retire. You hear that he's going to go to the Dolphins and take his talents to South Beach. You hear everything about what's going on. story was last week, I think it was last Thursday at practice, Todd Bowles, the head coach, said that Brady is excused from practice. He'll be off and coming back sometime after the Tennessee game, which is tonight, obviously, um, where he said it was a personal issue. And, you know, so it's a personal issue. He's been gone all week. And where is he? That, that's the question. Everyone wants to know where he is. Well, let's step back for a second and look at this from a uh different perspective he allegedly now and if you want to believe what the Bucks organization is saying that's a whole other a whole other conversation but allegedly Brady went into the season as you know he retired and came back and said I'm gonna be playing this year I'm gonna be out there and I guess the hiatus was planned with him and the Bucks organization he was going to come into the training camp get acclimated to some of the new players and good thing he did with Ryan Jensen getting hurt and everything so 
getting used to some of the newer players, like I said, and then take um, a little bit of time off to take care of some you know, personal issues. <laughs> now, all along, the Bucks are saying that where I think the Bucks made a mistake was going out there and saying, trying to trying to appease people when he's coming back. And I don't think that the coaching staff should have said anything. He's coming back after the Tennessee game. Hey, Tom's taking some time off. He wasn't going to play anyway in the first game last week. He wasn't going to play today. So if you're Brady and you're thinking of when's the best time to take some time off to take care of some things that are scheduled, it would be week two. Week one, week two, and maybe sometime into week three. Uh, again, I, I heard, I forget who it was on one of the talk shows on TV saying, you know, if you are the coach and Brady says, I need 10 days off during spring training, or not spring training, during uh, preseason, you say, absolutely, not a problem. Do you want four more after that? And I think that's the attitude that you have to take with Brady. Whatever his reasons are, I'm sure they're good. Usually, when football season starts, Brady is fully engaged, ready to go. Unfortunately, something came up this this time where he needs to go out there and address it. And all that the thing is, the what gets everyone is the not knowing. If Brady would have come out and said, "Hey, listen." Here's the thing. I'm taking some time off. I gotta take care of some, um, well, some family issues. He talked about many times about life balance, if you will, and it's important to him. It was important to him when he was growing up. He talks about how his parents were always there for him when he was growing up, and maybe he feels a little bit. Um, guilty that he's not there for his kids right now. He's playing, he's 45 years old. I'm sure that has something to do with it. Going forward, again, if he would have made an announcement and just said that to everyone, a two-minute announcement, there wouldn't be any problem. But because he didn't, that's just not him. He doesn't. We may never know what happened or you know, where he is or where he was. And again, that's his prerogative. It's his personal business. But if he would have said that, then it would have been a lot easier and there wouldn't have been all the unknowns. Because, like I said, he wasn't going to play in the first game or the second game or maybe even the third game. So we'll see. For Bowles to say, oh yeah, he's coming back uh, after the second game, after the Tennessee game. Well, everyone's saying, okay, the game's tonight. He'll be back tomorrow, right? He's coming back Sunday, right? Right? No. Bowles doesn't know that. What I think, and this is just what I think, I'm going to throw something out there, and I have absolutely zero um, of the zero facts to back it up or zero proof. It's just my opinion, which your opinion is just as good as mine right now. So what I'm saying is that I think that before the season started, him and his wife had plans to go somewhere on a trip. And I believe that it was for these you know, last 10 days or so. If you remember the end of last year, he really enjoyed the, the boat that he had when they won the Super Bowl. He ordered another yacht and the yacht came in the end of last year. What I truly believe is that if he had gone someplace uh, to another island or gone someplace, someone would have found out where he is. I think him and his wife are on the boat. They just took some time off to go out and uh, don't relax, whether it be a, a second honeymoon, whether it be just to get away, whether it be part of the agreement 
that was put into place when he said he wanted to come back and play. Maybe that was a uh, family agreement that they had, and, and he's adhering to that, and he's doing what he has to do. I would be concerned if the players on the team or the coaches on the team were more concerned. None of them seem to be concerned. Uh, if you look at Devin White said last week, no, I mean, it's just one of those things where Palm's a grown man and he has issues like everyone else and you know, he's going to you know, address the issues and, and he'll be fine. So that's what I think anyway. I think he's on the boat with his wife and you know, relaxing a little bit, getting ready for the long season. Don't forget, Tom Brady wants to win the Super Bowl. That's the only reason why he's playing. So he's going to be playing to win the Super Bowl hopefully till February. That's a long time from now. So if you're going to take some time off, take off a week, two weeks in August, it's really no big thing. Everyone's concerned about it because they don't know where he is. And and really, it's, uh, yeah, it'd be nice to know so that you don't have all the rumors and everything else. But I believe that he'll be back probably sometime middle to end of next week, uh, maybe at the game for the third preseason game, uh, get some snaps in with some of the uh, new players and get ready for the season. Will he be there for the first game against Dallas? Yes. I mean, the first four games, Cowboys, Saints, Packers, Chiefs, that's a tough schedule. So, um, you know, get yourself prepared. Get ready for what you have to do if there's issues that he has to take care of because you can only focus on one thing at one time. I don't care if you're... um, you know, Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, whomever it might be. You need to have everything straight to be able to focus on something to get the best out of yourself. So if Tom needs to go away for a little bit, get his head straight, get some things worked out, so be it. Let him do it. Let him, let him be in peace. Anyway, that's my take on it. Like I said, I could be totally wrong, but I do believe that uh, we're making a lot out of nothing at this point, especially from a football standpoint. So uh, we'd love to hear your comments. 877-448-7901 JimmyBSports.com will get you on the show unfortunately guys that's all the time we have I wanted to talk about some Little League Baseball I wanted to talk a little bit um, more about some fantasy football but we'll touch base with those next time on the show appreciate you listening more and more listeners every week Uh, your input's important let me know what you want to talk about as college football season comes here we're going to be talking more about US They're building a new stadium. Um, I'm hearing they're having a great media deal put in place. I think they do a great job there with Mike Kelly as the AD and uh, Jeff Scott with the coach. Good things are going to happen locally for the USF Bulls, I think. Anyway, it's been great talking with you. You've been in the gymnasium. We'll talk to you next week. As always, stay vigilant, stay safe, and above all, stay positive. You've been in the gymnasium. We'll talk to you next week on Power 90.1.